Candid, captivating, compelling. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Listen in as Dr. Dina, medical marijuana pioneer and inspiration for the award-winning TV series, Weeds, shares never-before-heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest-growing industries in the world. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Cannabis Confidential with your host, Dr. Dina. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential. I'm your host, Dr. Dina. Thank you guys for joining us. I have a really cool guest today and I'm super excited about that. You know, we have been talking about in the past prisoners, people spending time in jail for pot. That's, as everyone knows, my little pet project of helping people that are spending life in prison for nonviolent cannabis-related crimes. But then we have these awesome states who have figured out, you know, that cannabis should not be illegal and that they want to get on the forefront of it and figure out how we can make the world a better place. And Washington and Colorado, they are just two of the states have decided, let's try this out. Let's legalize cannabis for adult use. I don't really like the word recreational use to describe it because when I think of recreation, oh, I think of parks and recreation. I think of kids. I think of kids going down slides. I don't think of people rolling up joints. So I like to say adult use because if I were to have a glass of wine, that would be adult use. These states have created these different laws. They're all very, very different how they're figuring out the rationing permits to have per- medical cannabis producers, You know whether it's an extractor permit or actual retail permit. And in Washington state, they have allowed businesses to actually open retail stores now. When I was there uh, about a year ago, there were very, very, very few stores and I was hearing that people were getting their permits they were about to open. And we have today one of the people who has opened, and I believe since it's probably been about seven, eight months now since he's opened in Bainbridge Island in Seattle. But he has a really interesting past, and it's not just cannabis. And I always talk about how music and cannabis kind of intersect, and they really blend so nicely together. Well, today we have Brendan Hill, and he is... A found, the founding member, one of the founding members of Blues Traveler. I mean, hello, one of my favorite bands. Incredible. He's also the drummer, not to mention Grammy Award winner. And so we have him today. He just recently opened up. I guess you don't even call it a collective. It's a retail store called Paper and Leaf. I love the name. Welcome, Thank Brendan. I'm much. so excited to have you. Thank you very much, Dr. Dina. It's wonderful to be on the show. And I've been you know, looking forward to speaking with you for a long time. Thank you for the introduction. And yeah, we are very excited to have Paper and Leaf open on Bainbridge Island. It's been about six months now, maybe a little bit longer than that, seven months. And oh, it's just such a wonderful opportunity to speak about cannabis and adult access. And I like how you said, you know, it's for adult use. We don't like the word recreational either, because similarly, you know, the kid aspect to it. So I think adult use or adult access is a wonderful way to you know, term it. We're just so excited to be in a state that is so forward-thinking, and it's about to license a bunch more stores, which will be basically medicinal dispensaries or access points, which have followed, you know, all the correct rules and have paid their taxes and have been basically good players. Many, many new stores are going to be opening with licenses being given to these people. 
Now, what is the difference in Washington between someone going into your store versus someone who has a medical card and goes into a medical cannabis dispensary? So one of the things about Washington State, they never really got the card thing down. Different from California or some of the other states where they actually had a card system, Washington never really had a fully fleshed out medicinal card system. So you'd have basically a dispensary or a co-op or a collective garden where there'd be members of the collective, but they wouldn't be able just to take a card into any other store and then use that card. But what they're doing now is we, as the Paper and Leaf, we're going to have a medical endorsement. And so we'll actually have a doctor on staff, maybe not in the location, but they will be able to refer people who have conditions that you know require medical cannabis can go to get an actual prescription for a card. We will then print out a card, and that will allow them to purchase uh, larger quantities and stronger edibles and that kind of thing. Where, beautiful, um, and beautiful. And just present that card, which is going to be great. Okay, so they will have access to stronger edibles, which is one of my concerns. Because as you know, yeah. it get, they get expensive, an edible. And if you are on a long-term treatment plan and you had to take an edible a day and they, they cost $10, you'd rather buy a $20 one that you can split five ways and make it last longer. So that is nice that they offer that. How long have you been a fan of cannabis? I have, well, you know, I was a musician. I've been a musician my whole life. From the age of 10, I started playing drums. You know, age of three, I started playing violin. So music's always been a part of my life. When I was in high school, it's actually, you know, kind of an interesting anecdote that I don't know if you've seen the movie Whiplash, but it's a story of a drummer who is basically, you know, given this opportunity to be the first drummer in this college band. And he has a very kind of stern, strict teacher that, you know, sort of drives into him this power to practice and get better and better and better. But it's kind of almost abusive the way this teacher treats him. So that movie that just came out, I think, last year and won all kinds of awards, that movie was based on my high school jazz band, you know, teacher. Wow. And so kind of kind of crazy because well, I sat and watched that movie in the theater and then I started getting cold sweats and like, wait a minute, this is my story. Uh, so anyway, that's, that's just a little side note, but that's where I met John Popper, the singer and harmonica player for Blues Traveler. And we were encouraged by this teacher to start outside bands. And so I already had a sort of a basement band in my house with, we were doing sort of, you know, uh, romantics covers, David Bowie stuff. And I invited John Popper to, you know, join my little basement band. You know, John was such a prodigy on you know, any instrument he plays, but a great singer, but also a harmonica player. And we started playing blues songs, kind of like George Thorogood and John Lee Hooker. And we started just jamming out. And from that point on, cannabis kind of was introduced into our, you know, sort of rehearsal scenario. So when we became a full-fledged band, Blues Traveler, cannabis had been part of how we sort of created our sound and how we, you know, stretched out and improvised. And what I love about, you know, cannabis and music and the art is it allows you kind of to get into the flow and concentrate really and focus on what you're doing. And so many amazing things have come from, you know, people that have used cannabis. And you think about all those great records and artwork, which came from the 60s and 
you know, seventies, which were inspired by cannabis use. And so, you know, blue Absolutely. Traveler and cannabis and the, you know, Watch a Panic, the jam band scene, you know, cannabis is definitely being deeply rooted in that scene. That's incredible. That's really incredible. And it's very true because I'm friends with so many different musicians and they all tell me the same thing. They all, you know, it's sense give credit to the plant for helping them unlock the creativity in their mind to create something that they maybe normally would not have created. And it's pretty neat to see that not only it makes it really awesome, you know, rolling up a big fat joint and then listening to your music. So it definitely, uh, <laughs> it, it helps. <laughs> it helps. Yeah. And I, I just love the way it, it focuses you in, you know, as a drummer, it's like, you know, when you're just kind of, you know, you're zoning in on what the groove is, just it's it's wonderful to be able to, you know, not think of anything else, shut everything else out and just kind of zone in on the music and improvise. And that's one of Blues Traveler's, you know, sounds is exactly. uh, that we improvise and stretch out. So it's been part of our career for a long time. Well, let's all improvise for a second because we have to take a short break. So when we come back, we're going to be joined by Brennan Hill, founding member and drummer of the Blues Traveler and co-owner of Paper and Leaf in Bainbridge Island in Washington. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina will continue after a word from our most confident sponsors. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Growing green to generate more green. Hello to all you happy herbalizers, smiling, trippy hippies, and everyone who believes in freedom and tolerance. This is The Grow Show, and I'm Kyle Cushman. From food to fuel, from remedy to resource. Welcome my guest, Ed Rosenthal, the guru of ganja. Let me ask you, right now I hear your lighter clicking. Are you smoking indoor, or are you smoking sun-grown? What am I smoking? I'm smoking concentrate. <laughs> Way to get out of the answer there. So you're truly like the, the, the king, right? You just have you just clap your hands and somebody brings you a bowl and you're all set, right? Mm, I wish that were the case. <laughs> the Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. Dr. Dina is back with more Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. We are here with Brennan Hill. Hey. We are having an incredible conversation about cannabis and music. And so music and cannabis have been part of your life forever. They go hand in hand. And how long has it been that you decided that you wanted to step into this world, this industry that is kind of a scary, brave new world? 
it is scary, brave. But, you know, when Washington State voted for Initiative 502, they call it the recreational cannabis, legalization of recreational cannabis, I-502 came, was enacted in sort of the end of 2013. And they basically opened up a lottery for anybody could put their name in to become a producer, processor, or a retailer. One of the things which they've done differently than Colorado or even Oregon or some of the other states is that they made sure that they separated the producer processors from, from the retailers. Uh, retailers. So you had to have a separate license. So anyway, I was researching it and kind of thinking, you know, that'd be kind of cool to just throw my hat in the ring. And at the same time, I met up with my partner, Steve Kessler, and we started chatting about it and thought, you know, we live on this really, you know, beautiful island. And, you know, if there was going to be a, you know, cannabis shop on the island, you know, we would love to be the ones to do it because we thought, you know, he's a filmmaker and a photographer. I'm a musician and artist. And we just thought we could do this in a really cool way, which would sort of be the Bainbridge way. You know, it's a wonderful community with a lot of families, but also a lot of, you know, affluence, but also, you know, all range of, of people that live on the island. And so we put our name into the lottery and we didn't come in first, but we actually were able to, you know, find the place where the city and the community wanted the shop to be. And so we were able to get that location and then we made a deal with the uh, lottery winner. And so we were able to open up in June of 2015. And so just to describe it a little bit, instead of having access points or dispensaries that we saw when we were doing our research, kind of kept all the product back behind the counters and sort of locked away. And it felt a little bit kind of, you know, still like you're doing something maybe a little bit wrong (laughs) when you went in there. And so our idea was, let's treat it like an art gallery. Let's build these boxes and put them on the wall and display growers who take such efforts and um, such strides to make their product beautiful and to grow this wonderful plant and these different strains and you know, trim them with all the care in the world and display them with these in these beautiful boxes under glass. And so when you walk into our shop, you'll see that there are sort of, you know, 20 or 25 boxes on the wall and you walk in and you can walk right up to it and you can see by grower all the product that they offer. And so, you, you know, you can kind of see the OG Kush, you can see the, the Dutch Treat, the Blue Dream, and you can walk up there and you can see that, you know, the... Uh, trichomes just sort of glittering in because you've got these nice little LED lights. And so it becomes this, you know, you're taking away the stigma of that this product is not accessible uh, because it's right there in front of you. And so for the first couple of weeks, we had people coming in and just like, wow, you know, I can't believe we're in a shop, not only that you can buy, but you can walk right up to it. And you've got these friendly staff that are, you know, coming up to you like, hey, can I help you? Oh, let me, you know, give you like a little tour around it sort of grew into this concierge-type service where you paired the person to the cannabis. And so you ask them what they're looking for, a sativa or an indica. They're looking for something that's going to be really mellow, uplifting. And then it just it grew from there where people came from, you know, out of state. They came from all over Washington to kind of see this new approach. And so, you know, not to toot our own horn or anything like that, I just want to say how passionate we were about creating something that was slightly different than had been done before. And we've got like a little LP player in the background that, you know, playing spinning records. And it just becomes a very kind of adult, friendly, welcoming environment that people can feel like when they walk in, this is okay. This is, you know, this is the way it should be. It's like a boutique wine shop or something. Exactly. 
I, I love your energy. I and, love uh, your passion, Brennan. I think that's amazing. I went online actually, <laughs> and I I was searching for pictures of the store, and I found some, and it's just beautiful. The cabinets with the repro- reclaimed wood or repurposed wood, and I see the the boxes on the walls, and it really looks like beautiful art gallery. Yeah, well, thank you. And one of the things we you know we encouraged local artists, and we actually had an art show. This woman, Linda Wolf, who went on tour with Joe Cocker his first American tour back in 1970. And she was, you know, in her early 20s, just sort of a wide-eyed young photographer. So she went on tour with Joe Cocker and had these amazing photos from that first tour. So we were just like, you know, you should, we should have an art gallery here or an art show. And so she brought all these photos and we had them mounted. And so we had like this art exhibit and like an opening, you know, a lot of people came from Bainbridge. Not, some of them that didn't even smoke, but it became... A community event, which right, and that's I think really important that, for me. I think yeah. that that's what cannabis is about. It should be about community and building community, and just like people go to bars and have time and network, and they have their community there to have a beer with someone or a glass of wine. We have community too. We're part yeah. of it, and and I'm so happy that you know you guys are really doing it upscale and beautiful and making people walk in and go, wait, we were scared of this. Shame on us. <laughs> Exactly. We had an opening and we had, uh, you know, city council members coming and we had this long 12-foot elm table. It's about three inches thick, but 12 feet long, just a single piece. And it's got all these kind of cool burly parts at the top, which are kind of gnarled. We've got these stools and that's kind of like our, you know, we call it our discovery zone or just kind of where we can sit and chat with people. And the first couple of weeks we had these kind of elderly women that were maybe in their late 70s and They'd heard about the store and they came in and they were the brave ones from their book club that, you know, the other ones didn't want to come in, but these three ladies came in and we talked to them, Steve and I talked to them for about an hour, an hour and a half or so. And they were just like, you know, you know, looking around like, oh, you know, I can't believe, you know, Martha didn't come with us. And we were like, well, let's have a uh, class. Let's do a Cannabis 101 class and we'll hold it like, you know, in a couple of weeks and we'll do like a little presentation about cannabis and what it's changed in the last 25 years and you know, what's available now, vaping and concentrates and edibles, tinctures, lotions, patches. And they were so excited. And to that first Cannabis 101 we did, we probably had 45 people. And most of them were, you know, sort of uh, seniors. And they were just so interested because of what they'd heard about pain relief. And maybe they hadn't smoked in 25 years. They were just, you know, they were ready to come back to it. But they just wanted information. You know, it was a big success. And some of those book club ladies are, you know, are, are regular customers. And, you know, some of them just buy like the little, you know, camphor, THC infused camphor rubbing lotion, which just for their elbow or for their back or for their neck, but it really helps them. And it's the only thing that does help them. Or they exactly. come for the deep sleep tincture because nothing else helps and they don't want to take Ambien or some of the other prescriptions. It's just a wonderful opportunity to help your, and like I said again, help your community with some of these issues which normal or Western medicine hasn't necessarily done a great job with. That's right. And I always say that we are all just spokes on a wheel and, you know, the wheel is the cannabis itself and we're just there trying to make this wheel turn so that everyone can get access to it to change the way that we treat our bodies when we have an ailment that, you know, pharmaceutical pills are not necessarily the answer, maybe in some cases, but we can go the natural route and see great results. Why poison ourselves? And so we're going to be joined again because we have to take a quick break. 
Brendan's going to stay on the phone. We're going to make sure everyone knows how to find you guys, uh, how to go visit and check the store out because it sounds really amazing. And next time I'm up there, I definitely want to visit. So don't go anywhere. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina will continue after a word from our most confident sponsors. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. Dr. Dabber, hurry! Its temperature is shooting past 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up! I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct! Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber. Doctor's orders. Less heat, more flavor. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or 8 years old. You can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Dr. Dina is back with more Cannabis Confidential. Only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back. I'm Dr. Dina. I've got Brendan Hill, founding member and drummer of The Blues Traveler. I'm so excited. Please tell John hey. Popper I think he's awesome. I, oh, I like I definitely. Yeah, huge fan, huge fan. I met him many years ago, and I think I gave him a joint, and I think he smiled at me. But that was about it. But, <laughs> sure. So, you know, as we all know that cannabis is legal in your state, and you are operating a incredible business and I cannot wait to see myself just the innovations that you guys have taken the the transparency of your business and that's so important and it's a, it's a true breath of fresh air really but as you know you. the federal government can still come in and do whatever they want just like yes. in my state in California it doesn't matter what the state says the federal government can do what they want and they can prosecute you they can seize your property I'm sure you're familiar with the Kettle Falls 5 Yep. And and so they those are some people that are close to me and I, I've been trying to help them get people to sign up on their website and let people know, sign their petition. They should not have to go to jail. In California, we created a program called Dr. Dina's Adopt a POW Challenge. And we try to help people who are spending life in prison or even like 10, 20 plus years in prison. We'll help you too. As long as it's for nonviolent yep. victimless crimes. And we put money on your commissary so you have monthly funds to buy some snacks and some phone cards, maybe some stamps and some envelopes. But we also help get letters for clemency because we want to get these guys out of jail. And some of them have been there for 30 plus years. And so 
are With you guys terms and such, yeah. exactly and and sometimes it's like at some point you know you're 80 something years old and you've served 33 years what point are you just going to let them go and that's kind of yeah. what for my having focus a seed back in 1972 yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And those guys are still in jail. And we used to hear stories about them, and it could easily be us. So I would love for you to spread the word out in Washington. If you guys want to get involved and sponsor a prisoner, we would love that. If you guys are listening, you're going to be. Yes. Oh, we, we would love that. Will you be at High Times Cup? Will you guys be doing anything like that? Yeah, we're just a little small little island, but we're starting to stretch out. And we're hoping that the laws will change soon where. They will start reducing or even just releasing people for time served because I think that's it's just a travesty that people are still it being held on charges and, and having legal, you know, Washington, Alaska, Oregon, and soon to be California. Come on, let's do it, California. We can do it. Well, um, we want to do, we want to do it right. You know, we want to do it right. We don't want to do it the wrong yeah. way. And it can be easily taken away from I, us. I and, and, and that's all. We're, we're very careful with that. But we definitely want the laws to change. I really want to see them change on a federal level. I want to see cannabis descheduled. It should not be a Schedule One drug. But if anyone out Correct. there is listening and you're going to be at the High Times Cup in Los Angeles, Brendan, you should just come out and hang out with us, really. Just visit a network. We're going to have a huge booth over – perfect. Then come by the Oz WeHo booth, A-H-H-S WeHo. And that is the dispensary that I work with out in California. And we have a little section there where we do hot drinks. We sell hot chocolate, hot coffee hot tea, we sell medicated cocoa, and we give 100% of the proceeds to our cannabis prisoners. So we want everyone to make sure that they make it out and give some love to our prisoners because when those guys get 150 bucks on their commissary, it is like Christmas in January, February, March. It doesn't matter. They're so excited. And just the morale that it creates that, wow, people really care about us because most of these guys think like, Nobody cares about us, you know. Our friends turn on us. Yeah, they're forgotten. And a lot of them, they don't want to ask their families for money because it takes away from, like, their own kids' food. And so it's really sad. We have a lot of of parents. So, yeah, we'd love to get you guys involved. And I definitely want to come out and visit. And I'm so excited to have you on today. This was so incredible. I'm really very proud of you. You sound like you have a good head on your shoulders. You're doing this for the right reasons, and you're going to be making a lot of people happy, especially all those old ladies out there. You should have like a a senior dating night. Yeah, well, I think I'm going to put a little cup out. We've got a good karma jar for our salespeople. I think it'd be a great idea to have a cup for the fun for the people that are still in in jail. I think that would be a great little thing, and we'll figure out a way to get you get you the money and make that a, a monthly thing because I think I think what you're doing is a great thing and we can't forget about those people that are that are have been incarcerated. I think we've got to try to make the laws change and the best way to do that is by, you know, just talking about it and making sure that people are aware and as the states start to go legal medicinally or recreationally or however, you know, these people need to be um, given some kind of reduced sentences or let out. Absolutely. And I think that's really important. Absolutely. Well, Brendan, I'm so excited. How do people find you? Where is your store? you want to give your website or info? Uh, sure. It's paperandleaf.com, so P-A-P-E-R-A-N-D-L-E-A-F.com. People <laughs> first came in for the first couple of weeks. These people used to come in like, oh, is this a stationary store? You know, we're like, <laughs> no, no, no. This is a cannabis store. So paperandleaf.com, and we're located on Bainbridge Island in Washington, and we have a uh, free shuttle that will pick you up. In Washington, there's a ferry system. So once the ferry drops you off at, on Bainbridge Island, we've got a free shuttle. You just call the number and someone will come pick you up and drive you right up to the store and then take you wherever you want to go. <laughs> so 
That's amazing. I love that. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, yeah. tell everyone to go check you out now. You get a you get a shuttle. This is incredible. Are you guys on social media? Yeah, we've got Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. I think we had to uh, Instagram got shut down, so we're on a new think Paper and Leaf One or something like that. Okay, now, so uh, go check it out. So, go uh, follow Paper and Leaf One. Check out Paper and Leaf on Facebook and their website. And when you get a chance, go on to Instagram. Check out. My Instagram, my YouTube, and my Snapchat. My YouTube is actually new. It's Dr. Dina 420 and I have a whole series of getting high in Jamaica, getting high in Las Vegas, getting high in San Bernardino, where I have my vacations videotaped of me getting high, and it's quite entertaining. So go check that out and follow. And I hope you guys are like listening to the show today. Do me a favor and go down to the bottom and rate the show five stars because we're awesome, and we love you, and I love you, and we will appreciate it. And give us a big thumbs up and like us and tell your friends. So thank you so much for listening to Cannabis Confidential on Cannabis Radio. I'd like to thank my producers for making the show possible and my guests. So join us again next week for another edition of Cannabis Confidential. Dr. Dina, signing out. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.